Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Livestream. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and you may know me from my podcast, Save Your Sanity. And today I want to bring you a topic that is so important to understand. It is so difficult to understand because it happens to you. It's a feeling that you get, and yet you're completely unsure. What is it that's going on? So today we're going to talk about how to recognize narcissistic contempt, and that those are the nasty ways that hijackers demean, dismiss, discount, oh, all the things that they do. So we're going to talk about that in some depth. If you're new to my podcast, I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to my live stream, same thing applies. And if you've been listening and you enjoy it, I'm so glad you've returned. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can certainly do that by uh, visiting patreon.com. And it's right there for you, patreon.com, save your sanity, slash save your sanity. Um, that allows you to pledge a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month, whatever you'd like to do to support this. If you find value from it, I hope that you will, in fact, do that. And if you want to find more, um, more episodes of my podcast, go to Save Your Sanity Podcast. So important things for you today and... Um, I think this is going to be a major thing to discuss. You know, I coined the term hijackles because there are so many ways that people go to the internet and they look for information about what's happening to me. Someone treats me this way. Is there something wrong with me? And they go to the internet and they find, oh, big clinical diagnosis terms like narcissist or borderline or psychopath or sociopath. And in the doing of that, they separate themselves from what's going on. Not that it's not good information, but actually we can't diagnose someone else unless we see them and we have the mental health professional status to do so. So I created this term hijackles for these folks and you probably know it or have heard of it. And what a hijackal is, by my definition, is a person who hijacks a relationship for his or her own purposes and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control. That might be your parent, it might be your partner, it might be an ex, a sibling, a coworker, a friend. But if you have one of them in your life, particularly a parent, or a, a partner or ex, you're likely to have more of them. So it becomes really important for us to be able to discuss this very important topic, how to recognize narcissistic contempt, because it leaves you with this horrible feeling of, what am I doing wrong? Am I awful? Am I a terrible person? Is there any hope for me? Should I live? Do I have the right to take up space in this world? What is really going on? 
And you might recognize a couple of things from it. You know, when you go to my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash hijackles, I have a lot of graphics up there, facebook.com slash hijackles. And one of them is uh, what I call the hijackle smirk. And that is that look that you get from a hijackle. And it truly is contempt. And it is kind of a upturned smirk that suggests disgust and disrespect and disdain and superiority and all of that at once. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you had someone in your life that gives you that look and you just wither when you see it? You think, oh, you know, they think they're so superior to me, but maybe you're trying really hard to have the relationship work. So you kind of take it on. And that hijackal smirk is so smarmy, isn't it? It's just so smarmy. And I've seen it many times. I was raised by hijackals. Of course, I married one, divorced one, co-parented with one. And that's why I so understand what you're going through. And I also know what you need to do to recognize what's going on and recover from it, to heal so that you won't attract another one or find another one acceptable. So that's why I wanted to talk today about contempt. It's a big deal. You know, you've heard of contempt of court. That means that somebody goes to court and the court gives a ruling and they tell the person what their conduct must be. And then that person just disregards it, totally disregards it because they believe they're above the law. And that's what we call contempt of court. Well, we have contempt from hijackles in our lives. And that is really nasty. But we have to understand what counts as contempt, because it's lethal. It really is. It can shrivel you to a place where you don't think you deserve to live, or you begin to have questions about that. And it hurts. It definitely hurts. It's definitely demoralizing. You don't want to be in the face of it all the time. You don't want to take that risk of having that look come your way. But aside from other emotions that that even the people with micro expressions like Dr. Paul Eklund or um, other people, Dan Hill, people like that, David Hill rather, um, they have isolated certain expressions that we get on our face. And contempt is one of them. And it's kind of a combination between disgust and anger. And nasty, nasty, nasty thing. And it also has disrespect kind of thrown in the mix, right? You know what I'm talking about. If you're with one or raised by one, you know that look and you know how you feel inside. And it's nasty because hijackals look down on other people. Now, some of them are covert hijackals, and those are the ones who are always playing the victim. You know, no one's ever nice to me. No one ever lets me do anything. Everybody is always on my case, and they're in that in that place. But the ones that we're talking about that are overt are the ones that just have contempt for people. They look down on them. They think less of them. They, they, they keep their distance from them. They disdain them, uh, all of that. And so it's kind of nasty. And hijackles have this um, kind of feeling that that they give you that you might recognize. And um, it's this one. I can do anything 
you will do what I tell you or what I let you. Right? That's kind of the feeling that they have. I can do anything. I'm superior. I'm the one who's running the show. And you, you can only do what I tell you and what I let you. And then they give you that look. They give you that look. It's awful. But they do it. So I thought it would be good for us to have a few definitions of contempt so that, you know, we have a little broader. So I wrote a few down. And in one person's study, her name is Roberta Scribner. She wrote in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. She said that um, it's these things are predictors of contemptuous personality traits, which we're going to talk about later. And she said that it, it comes from, and things we've talked about in other broadcasts, it comes from an insecure attachment style, avoidant or anxious attachment style. And so it's a demonstration of their attachment style and how they do not want to be found out for that. So therefore, they disdain you and they push you away. But in any case, it's extremely hostile. It, you know the hostility that comes with that look. You know the hostility that comes with those words and that whole attitude is just hostile. And it's an it's an irrational response, and it can extend to whole groups of people. Uh, contempt can be a bias against people who are poor or uneducated or obese or of a different nationality or clumsy or whatever. It can just be an irrational bias that... Ugh, I cannot bear that kind of thing, you know, that very haughty looking down the nose, that kind of attitude. And that falls into that. And then in conceptualizing contempt, Tim Oten said, contempt is a negative feeling with a downward social comparison, wherein one feels superior and judges the other as inferior. One thinks of the other as incompetent, worthless, and has no respect or appreciation for the other. Oh, you ever felt that way? Like no matter what you do, you stand on your head and spit wooden nickels for a decade and it's not good enough. It will never be good enough. And then when you do exactly what they said they wanted you to do and you hope they notice, they don't, they move the marker. You know, I talked about that before, how they move the marker because they never want you to succeed. So in this whole thing about contempt, there is disapproval. It is part of that. And, you know, <clears throat> hijackles kind of come with a switch that if you're not serving my purposes and doing things my way, when I want them done, how I want them done, at which time I want them done, and in the way I want them done, I automatically disapprove of you. I just automatically disapprove of you. And if you do it just the way I want it done when I want it done, then I'll have wanted it done yesterday or better or different. So they keep moving the markers. And some people, uh, Tim Martin says, are so contemptuous. And I want to read you his exact words. Some people are so contemptuous that they see others as vile or repulsive seeing another as a subhuman creature unworthy of consideration. And it includes an attitude of extreme superiority on one's own part. Whoa, I know a lot of hijackals who are like that. Do you? 
You very well may. And it's important for you to know because we start seeing this whole thing of disdain and disgust and demeaning and discounting and disrespecting. And it goes on and on and on and on. And so it's important for us to, to recognize that Gottman, John Gottman from the Gottman Institute, he says that contempt is the best predictor of divorce. He wrote that in a paper in 1993. Contempt, contempt is the best predictor of divorce. But you know, I've been working with people now for over 35 years. And what I know is that people do not want to believe that their partners are contemptuous. They keep trying to struggle and scurry around trying to please the hijackal. And you remember in Alice in Wonderland, the Red Queen? You know, she just had this haughty demeanor of one who will not be pleased. No matter what you do, she would not be pleased. It was off with your head. Well, that's kind of like life with a hijackle. No matter what you do, you can't get it right. You know, with their children, for instance, one day they're out with their kids, a hot day. They encourage the kids to get out the hoses and slide down the grass. And they're laughing and having a wonderful time and everything's great. And the kids are happy. And the next day, the kids get out the hose and the everything. And the hijackal parent comes out and says, you kids are too noisy. You're ruining the grass. And whoever thought this was a good idea. Completely at the whim of the hijackal. What pleases the hijackal in that moment? Where the hijackal needs to get some power and control. And that is just awful. I mean, it really is just awful that there is this shift that's going on all the time. The sand is always shifting. The marker is always being moved. And you can't get it right. No matter what you do, you can't get it right. Have you noticed that? You can do it right to the letter of what was requested by the hijackal. And you think, okay, I've got this aced. And you're so happy. You think you've done it right. And the hijackal is going to notice and be happy with you. You know that old thing where you bring your report card home and you've got all A's and one B plus? The hijackal never sees the A's. What happened here to the B plus? Obviously, you weren't keeping up your end of the deal. That's the way it goes. You cannot please them. You cannot, cannot find that place. And so there are other pieces of, of um, definition that I wanted you to, to know because contempt fundamentally affects the others, the other people. It 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 fundamentally affects their human needs to belong and, and control and self-esteem and meaningful existence. It's constantly putting you down, saying you don't even deserve to take up space and draw breath. And you know how very much I believe that you do. And I believe that you have to demonstrate to yourself that you do get it right down to your core, that you do deserve to take up space and draw breath, and therefore you do deserve to say what you think, feel, need, and want. But a hijackal is not going to give you that. You have to take that for yourself. And I've talked about that in so many other broadcasts, so I hope you'll go through and look at that. And in the final Tim Otten finally came after much work in a paper that he wrote to a definition of contempt. 
similar to the other, but a little different. And he said, contempt is a negative feeling with a downward social comparison, wherein one feels superior and judges the other as inferior. One thinks of the other as incompetent, worthless, and one has no respect or appreciation for the other. This goes accompanied by a behavior aimed to socially exclude and denigrate the other. The intent is to socially exclude the other, to make the other feel less than being in their presence. Whoa, have you had that feeling? I hope you haven't, but I have a horrible feeling you have, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it really starts to turn you inside out. Because when you meet a hijackal, they're doing love bombing. They're looking to get you into their supply chain. So they behave the way they think that you will like them best. They will pretend to have the same value system as you. They will pretend to like things that are similar to what you like. They will encourage emotional intimacy to get you to tell them your deepest, darkest secrets. And I was thinking of someone the other day who's hijackal in the love bombing phrase said, tell me all about the previous men in your life and I'll tell you all about the women. And she didn't want to do it. She really, really didn't want to tell him. But he kept insinuating that this demonstrated that they were a couple and they had no secrets and they could tell each other anything. And she was recounting this and how over the years he threw that at her over and over and over and over. And that's what they do. They weaponize anything that you tell them when you're feeling vulnerable because they have contempt for you. Huh, you don't matter. Who cares what you think or feel or need or want? They don't care because only they matter. And only what they think and need and want and feel matters. And that's awful. That's inequitable. You know, a few weeks back in the podcast, I finally did that one that you've been asking for about the three must-haves to be in a healthy adult relationship. If you don't have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality, you have nothing. It's going to be difficult. And much as you like to think that, you know, this is all cool and, and things are good, it's not if you don't have those three things. So be sure and go back and listen to that podcast episode. And so do you wonder why? I'm sure you don't after all I've said today, but have you ever wondered why you deserve to feel so worthless and demeaned and discounted and overruled and dismissed and lacking in value? Why they think that that's the way you are? That's the way they treat you? Well, it's not true. You don't deserve in any way to be treated in those ways. And, you know, one other thing that's really important for us to understand, too, especially in this time of such unrest, is that contempt is linked to racism, that they dismiss people of different races, of different socioeconomic groups, of different education levels. Hijackals just dismiss them, and they're contemptuous of them, and they have no use for them, and they see themselves as superior to them. And that's all a big problem. And that is part of racism and prejudice. 
And just, just to keep that in the conversation, because it's important for us to notice that, that that is part of the conversation. So now I want to give you seven ways that narcissistic hijackals demonstrate contempt for you. So that of all the things that I've spoken of, that you will be able to recognize these seven very specific things as contempt. In case you're wondering, like, what actually, what, what qualifies as contempt? So it's important. So the first one is that hijackals think they are unique and special, and you aren't. They know everything and you don't. Hijackals think that they are significant. In fact, they think their lives are cosmically significant and important, and yours is not. Yours does not matter compared to them. You are, your life is dismissible compared to their life. Ever had that? Ever felt that? Don't I matter? Doesn't anything that I do matter? What's going on here? You know, that's a big deal. Okay, another way. Hijackals think, and contemptuous hijackals, they think their needs should be deferred to. What they want, what they need, what their preferences should be deferred to, and yours don't matter. And even if you try to plead your case, all that does is make them more stuck on what they want because they're contemptuous of you. Who cares? Who do you think you are to matter? Why do you think I would even care what would make you happy? Why should I care? It's all about me.com. That's the way they live. And yes, as I've told you many times, don't put on your compassion hat when I say this. This is what they had to do to survive when they were young, and they keep doing it. And because that pattern has existed so long, they have no interest in recognizing their patterns or changing them. So be very, very aware of that. That is the truth. Okay, so let's look at another way that they, they, they clearly demonstrate their contempt for you. They believe that they deserve to be catered to and you don't. Have you ever been in a relationship with a hijackal where you got ill or you had surgery or maybe you were the one who had a baby? And it was an obvious cultural time for you to be looked after. And they weren't present. They couldn't do it. You know, I was married to a hijackal and I broke my ankle. And we lived in a house that had 23 stairs to the front door. And I, I seriously broke it. I had a spiral fracture of my ankle. And I, I couldn't move. I, I couldn't do anything. It was so very painful. And so I'm stuck crawling around on all fours to go to the restroom or to get food or whatever. And my husband said, well, I can't stay home from work. You know, you'll just have to find a way to manage. Contempt. Like, almost as though you broke your ankle to try and get attention. Well, it's not going to work. Have you ever had that feeling? I certainly did. 
Okay, another thing that they do to show you contempt is that they react with rage and aggression if you don't agree with their entitlement. And yet, if you think for one moment and suggest for one moment that you deserve some consideration, <laughs> no, we're doing things my way or the highway. And who do you think you are? They don't care about your life. They don't care about what you want. And yes, every now and again, they think they might be losing you or they, they think that they need to pull you back into their corner. And so they pretend that they do. And as soon as you fall for it and you think, oh, my goodness, that person I fell in love with is coming back or, oh, he or she is giving me some attention. Isn't this wonderful? Don't disclose anything because all they're looking for is something to turn into a weapon after that moment is over because they don't have any good feelings about you and what you share with them or that it is not to be it's to be your little secret. It's just to be between you. Oh, no. Haven't you ever been in a situation with a hijackal where you've told them something in one of those moments you thought represented closeness, and then you're out somewhere with other people and they throw it at you? That's contempt. Another way is they're always the right ones, and they're righteous about it. And you are always wrong. Because... <laughs> What makes you think that you have a brain? What makes you think that you, you should be taken into consideration? It's contempt. And the last one is they think that their thought processes are so superior. And honestly, they believe that you can't think your way out of a paper bag and they treat you that way. They dismiss you and demean you and discount you. And they have disdain for you. So I really wanted to just talk about this whole idea of contempt, and I hope that it makes sense to you now, that maybe some of the things you've been feeling or, you know, wondering about or, you know, getting that hair at the back of your neck standing up and going, that's not right. Maybe now you can understand that it falls under the rubric of contempt. And if you're with a contemptuous person, they won't change. Yeah, they'll change for a hot minute if they think they're going to lose you. Or they'll change for a hot minute if they think that that they can get something from you that they really, really want. But it's not, it's not going to be because they love you. It's not going to be because they respect you. So the big question has to be, is this what I want for myself? Is this a model I want for my children to be looking at? Do I want my children to believe that their mother or father is an inferior being because the other parent keeps saying that? Do you want your children to be treated as though they're inferior and not worthwhile? It's a big clarifying question, really big, and it's a consideration. So are you being treated with contempt? And if by any chance you are, I'm always here to help you. I offer an introductory one-hour session for $97. You can go to beaclient.com and find it there for you. And also, at any time, you can go to forrelationshiphelp.com and learn so much. And, of course, my YouTube channel has that same name, For Relationship Help. If you're being treated with contempt, you constantly feel like you don't have the right to take a full breath and take up space on this planet. 
And you're constantly getting your exercise by walking on eggshells. And that's no way to exercise. So I hope that you will pull yourself up to your full height today and say, I think I am being treated with contempt. And this is no longer okay with me. I now see this. And it is not all right with me in any way. And it is not a model I want for my children. Because I can tell you that a hijackal who is contemptuous is not going to change. So let's talk about it. Go to beaclient.com. Listen to more podcasts. Get it right down to your toes, what you're dealing with. And know that I'm here for you. And until we talk again, or until you listen to something I say, and remember, I do have Saturday support sessions every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So go to forrelationshiphelp.com and look at Work with Dr. Shaler and you'll find them. You can join into the group Saturday support sessions with me. Until we talk again or you join another podcast or YouTube live, I hope you will always remember that you are precious. Don't let anybody treat you with contempt. Don't let anybody put you down. And if you find that you have a pattern of that in a relationship, seriously look at saying no more. That will not be okay with me, and I will not allow it to continue. I look forward to talking with you soon. Take good care. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.